Hello and welcome to this week's The On Target podcast, also the first episode of what's going to be a weekly podcast coming out on Fridays at midday. Uh, hosting it today is myself, Philip, Ryan and Jacob. So Ryan, say hello. Hello. Jacob, say hello. Hello. Uh, just as a quick disclaimer, one of our hosts today, Jacob, is a bit ill at the moment. He doesn't yeah. always sound like a dying robot, yeah, uh, so need not worry. Um, in today's podcast, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about the top six and the current teams in there and what is sort of attributed to putting them in the positions they're in. We're also going to talk about, briefly before that, some news about this week in football. So I think we should start with the Spurs-Wolfsburg again. Not well, uh, quite. You did well, though. No, no Kane yeah, yeah, no. No in the side. Do you know what I don't get is how Bale doesn't start more games. Because when yeah. he comes on, he's so effective. Yeah, like, I, well, I kind of get it because he hasn't been great, but he can be. Yeah, like, he like, can he just do, like, if he just respect. decides, if he plays well for one minute, we can score. Yeah. So I think right. he should, like, get in the side a lot more often. Yeah, especially with Kane being out. But the the when you played Man City, he, yeah, he didn't score, but he... He took on, what was it, four or five players with ease? Yeah. The Lucas yeah. Mora goal as well. Yeah. He beat three players plus the keeper to score. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's mad. Like, and, that, and, and he can be bad all game, but then when he does that, it's a really big chance. So I think he's worth playing. Do you know, I also think it was a pretty big game for you guys because until this game, you'd lost five of your last six. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, we've been in really bad form. Really. Ali, well, Ali as well was quite... Quite inspiring in the game. You played pretty well. Well, that's yeah. Difficult. The moment Ali basically wants to move to a different team, he steps up for Tottenham, and then they end up paying him more, tricking him into. Well, I think. I think. I think what it is is that like he doesn't really play, and then we tried to sell him. He wanted to go, and it didn't work. So now we're just like, oh, we might as well play him. And you think he's got. You think he's got to go. make. He's got to make teams interested in him, so he's playing yeah. well. But Pop Pop has mentioned that he would be interested in him going to PSG. Yeah, and that was a thing before Potch even went there. Took on yeah. one of them as well. But um, do you not? Know well, could you see? Could you see Ali going to Chelsea and took on one of them? Yeah, to be I, fair, I could see that. I yeah. I mean, was Ziyech and Mount really playing that attacking midfield role? And Havertz just being on the bench. Yeah, and Havertz he's still at the club, <laughs> nonetheless. He'd have a lot of competition. Yeah, do you know what? Um... But considering how no, the thing is like how cheap you could get Deli Ali for these days because he just doesn't play and he hasn't been very good. It's I, think I, I still nothing. can't get over the quote from him. My body doesn't do what it used to do. Oh, God, he's twenty-four. <laughs> but do you know, um, but this is unpopular opinion, probably. I think Son and Bale have a better general connection as playmakers, like just naturally because they're very similar. When they're actually on the same, when they're both playing well, obviously Kane and Son have developed as a duo, and obviously this season they've been like immense. But yeah, when good. when when Bale, because because when Son and Bale get the ball, all they want to do is go and up and attack. They know how to read each other. As Kane's more of a like hold up the ball, wait for other people to push in, then provide well, the counter attack. Harry Kane's traditional number nine. He likes to create chances. Yeah. He likes to do it traditionally. He's, that's what I mean, he's like, a take-a-knock striker. But that's what I mean. Like Naturally, I think Bale and Son, if they got to play more together, would be just as effective, if not more. Yeah. 
God forbid if all three of them got together. Oh, if they were all playing at their peak, it's the best front three in the world. Side playing well. It'd be like last season. Imagine imagine Son on the left, Kane in the middle, Bale on the right, and say Mora behind them. Yeah, it'd be like Liverpool last season. Please, not Mora behind them. Make it (laughs) Mora. No, no, no. I I still quite rate him as this one. I I like him as a centre forward. I think on form, he's he's incredible. Mm. He is, but like. If Don has been so much better than him this season, I can't I yeah, can't no, have more of that. And oh, one well. thing that's getting to me at the moment is how much Eric Lamella is playing football. Oh my <laughs> god. He is it's the most family. ineffective footballer I've seen in a while. It's so oh god. <laughs> you resemble Eric Lamella. <laughs> Left foot uh, playing off the right. Gigantic. Lamella's not full. <laughs> I changed my mind halfway through. I went gigantic. Yeah, and I've stuck a couple of Rabona's top bins, if you remember. <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk, talk about that. Gonna talk about that. <laughs> but, um, no, not going to lie. Right. The whole... Uh, who do you think... Do you think Tottenham are going to go far in the, in the um, Europa League? Yeah. Well, I think they will. I um, say quarterfinals, semifinals. Yeah. I think we've got a shout to win it, but I don't think we will. I think you and... Uh, well, so United... Me being a United fan and you being a Tottenham, I think we're both in the similar spot. Yeah, I but I do, I do La- think you're the better side, though. I you're think Milan, I think Milan are favourite. Yeah. I mean, if Spurs can emulate even half the form they had in the Champions League run. Oh, God, yeah, we'll batter them. Yeah. You'd batter the Champions League. Or batter the Europa League, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're used to Tottenham being in the Champions League. Things have changed, Phil. <laughs> you know what? I'm not, used to, I'm not used to West Ham still being in the top five. Oh. 25 games into the season. <laughs> 25 games. 25. Um, you know, like this, this is what I was going to talk about. With the whole United game, yeah, we won 4-0. But we struggle against teams that we should beat. Yeah. So, like, yeah. We I, think that's, I think that's the case with all of us. We, we struggle against, yeah, on paper, teams that we should be beating quite easily. And that's kind of the nature of football, really, isn't it? You, yeah. you can never count a team out. Yeah. Like, Unless um, it's like, you, like Man United against West Brom. Yeah, oh, Fernandez's goal was amazing. Just, yeah, you know right. what? I I still think that West Brom's goal should have been disallowed. He has his hand on yeah, the face yeah. and turn them back. I think that's yeah. but obviously I'm not going to say much because then it come across as really biased. And you know, well, I, no. You know, one thing I'll say Fernandez. about that game. One thing I'll say about that game is Bruno Fernandez was awful all for the first half. Oh, yeah. and then did that. He do, that's what he's he, like though. He, he he's honestly on it. Or he's crap until two minutes. Yeah, but like he could like just one one pass or one shot, and suddenly it's fine. Like he lost the ball about fifteen times in fifteen minutes. I was watching it and just thinking, "Oh God, he's been bad." And then that. So can we can we just dip back? To I've got one more thing about the Spurs game. Yeah, go on. Was it a penalty? I I think he was looking for it. Mm. I I think he was he did, he did the typical you know football of the last two years is right you're in the box look for the penalty if any contact hits you go for go down for it everything like that. go down yeah but uh, this is what I don't like about it, like this kind of football today's football is you're looking for too many excuses yeah I I think I think the rules are a little light on what constitutes a penalty nowadays. Yeah. Because there is connection there, there is a foul there, but it's very. very it's like in FIFA if you shoulder barge someone, then it's a penalty in a red card. Like half this stuff's stupid. 
you know, we, we take harder knocks than he did playing football and we just play football. <laughs> yeah. like, we, we just get yeah. on and we carry on playing. Um, you broke my finger and I stayed in goal. Like, to be, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, I think, so right, for the, for the, just last thing about the Europa League, I think Milan are going to win it. I think it go us second, Tottenham third or fourth. I'm I'm saying Spurs can take a second, you know. I I really? think you're gonna. I think United are gonna hard for the Premier League because they're in a good position. They wanna they wanna solidify that. Um, I know we're talking about Premier League in a bit, but I've actually got some good facts about that later on. Um, but yeah, who do you think? So who do you think is gonna come first then? I think Milan are gonna win the Europa okay. League without a shadow of doubt. I think Milan have got that. Okay. They're such a good team. Do you think? Do you think they're gonna focus on Syria more? That's what I was gonna say. Because they're in a shell for winning that. Yeah, which is going to be, I think, in a way, that bigger. That priority. I think that's they're, bigger. They're, they're in a shell for winning it, but I just think, overall, squad-wise, they're a better side than both United and Spurs. Yeah, they could go for both quite easily, I think. I reckon they could take on both, but I think United and Spurs I don't have sort of consistent enough depth to do both. The only time I disagree with that is if, for example, United's form, again, for example, when we play, like, for example, PSG, if we're able to play it like that week in, week out, like, for example, those big games that we shouldn't win, but we do win, I think we could, for example, knock Ace Milan off it if we make it to the final. That's a big if. If we make it to the I final, I see us winning it. If we don't make it to the final, I see Tottenham edging it over us, but then I still see Ace Milan. Um, a favourite so, time. Yeah. You've, you've mentioned PSG. Yeah. They're How easily did they walk over Barcelona? God. Dest is the most woeful right back I've seen play in a Barcelona shirt in years. Yeah. yeah. Other than like Alex Vidal. I'm not like Mbappe was just he was on it. so good. I heard some guys saying Dest showed up, so Mbappe moved to the middle. <laughs> no, what? Have you seen the picture of PK um, trying to take Mbappe's shirt? Oh like, yeah. Halfway through it. <laughs> He's pulling it and pulling it, and Mbappe's just like no. Um, My main thing about that Barcelona-PSG game is I thought it was just sad to watch. I think I talked to you about this, Phil, didn't I? About how far back Messi was playing. Like, he picks up the ball between the centre-backs and tries to run through the whole team. It happened multiple times. The the only issue is Messi hasn't got the desire he used to have. See, that's an interesting point because you said it, Ryan. You said if you take Messi out of that team, that team will play better. I, yeah, it's like, like it's yeah, that's that's like me speculating. No, no, because if you think about it, like for example, same thing with Liverpool. You took out Salah and Firmino, and they beat Barcelona four 0 against the odds. You take out one main player that they all rely on, they actually start working. Yeah, because everyone else has to step up. So I think yeah. it's it's a yeah. shout. I think they should but have capitalised on Messi leaving. Like they should have tried to make him resign, but sell well, him. Well, I'm not gonna lie. They they need the money, so not all certain. Yeah, they're like one point one billion. <laughs> yeah, but I also think taking Busquets out of that team solves a lot of problems. Since you playing anyone else in central midfield and freeing De Jong up to move the ball from defence into attack, yeah. which is his only real decent asset that he does consistently. Yeah, but he's I, so I, good at it. You, I, I don't so see you see, do you see Barcelona making another um, comeback like last time they lost to PSG? Or do you think no. PSG is too strong now? Yeah. No, I think PSG are favourites to win Champions League this season. Yeah. More than Bayern? Yeah, I think more than Bayern. Uh, I'd say they'd take Bayern. I think Bayern are an incredible side, but I think I think PSG just edge it. I think this is going to be their first Champions yeah. League. Do you think... Okay, but do you think PSG are stronger about Neymar trying to compete with against Mbappe? I don't think there is all that much competition, I, to be I honest. Think, I, think they, I think they complement each other quite well yeah. when they're 
they both on form, but the problem is Neymar still has a bit of an attitude. Yeah, I, I, I personally like Mbappe. Oh, and he's such a that's such a head down footballer. He he's he's the only brand. person I would say since okay Ronaldo like Lewandowski's kicked up, but the only person since Ronaldo I've seen have like that the biggest drive going. Like he wants to be the best striker. Yeah, and I mean I think young the next age, big and, I think the next big rivalry is. Mbappe, yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I'm going to move on to that bit in a minute. But speak of the whole Ronaldo thing, is Juventus did the typical Juventus thing and decided to lose the first leg and make it part of themselves against Porto. They Porto scored within the first minute. Both halves. halves, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh! VAR. Uh, Why didn't it look at that Ronaldo foul? Yeah, that foul on Ronaldo in the box because if VAR pulled back a penalty for United in the Premier League after the final whistle. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, man, they're definitely. They, but that would have been too easy for Juventus and they, they like making it hard for themselves. Um, <laughs> right, the only the only talking points I have with the whole Juventus thing is Pepe's like 900 years old and he's still keeping the likes of Ronaldo, everyone like that, at bay. He's He turned up that game. Yeah, well, he's not actually as old as people think. He's the same age as Thiago Silva. <laughs> yeah, he's 36. Yeah, 36. Still, like, players cool. can play longer than that. Like, Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's just... I mean, you look at um, Zlatan. He's approaching 40. Yeah, but Zlatan's good. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. That, yeah, let's be honest. Age doesn't... You know, Zlatan doesn't age, age Zlatan. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, no, speaking of the whole... Obviously, you got the whole Ronaldo Messi rivalry, and you mentioned it just a minute ago. Um, the whole Mbappe Haaland going to be the new Ronaldo Messi. I've got some statistics of this season and last season. So, mm. Ronaldo has played uh, 64 games, scored 55 goals. Messi's had 66 games, 47 goals. Mbappe has played 57 goals and scored 47. Sorry, 57 mm. games, scored 47. Harland has 58 games, 62 goals. <laughs> She's silly, oh, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? I, I wouldn't... I don't understand how the like, players can accept Harland running at them. Like, I'd be scared if he was walking at me. He's so um, quick. Yeah, no, yeah he's, he's, he's like... What is he, like 6'3"? Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's that quick. Rapid. But, um, you're right, the only, do you think that Harland and Mbappe are going to be the next... Out of shadow with that. Do you, so, yeah. do you think they're going to be as good as? Do you think because I've got some Ronaldo statistics here. Well, I think I think they both need to score thirty plus goals consistently for fifteen years to match Ronaldo's. Yeah, I, I don't think they're so. This is what I mean. Like, I don't think there's some records I think, that I don't see getting beaten. So they're most. So these think, are Champions League ones because we were just talking about Champions League for Ronaldo. He's got the most Champions League goals in one hundred thirty-seven. He's got most goals in a season, which is 17, which I think can be beaten. He's got yeah. the most goals in knockout stage, <clears throat> 67. He's the first player to score a hat-trick in the final. Hmm. And, for example, this one, this one I just like. He's the only player up till last season to be the reason that Atletico Madrid have been knocked out of the Champions League. <laughs> he single-handedly is the best champ- uh, like Champions League player. Yeah. I think I think Mbappe and Haaland are a sort of set in stone good example of what a generational talent is. They're yeah. going to be amazing for this generation of football, this coming generation. Yeah, that's okay, is thrown out way too easily. So who who would you but take? You know, Martinelli's not a generational no. talent. Like 
it, it <coughs> generational talents are meant to be generation defining footballers. The yeah. big names this coming like next fifteen years of football, and those two are it without a shadow. So my question: Do you think so? Who would you take in your team? Harland. If you had to start what, Rafael Harland, yeah, I would probably take Harland. I think he's better suited to English football. Okay. What about you, Ryan? I think Mbappe would thrive sort of in France and in Spain. I think Harland would do well in England and in Germany. Yeah. I think in Germany are more physical leagues. The I personally think that Haaland is the better finisher, but I feel like actual ability on the ball and like, for example, the way football stereotypically is meant to be played, and Mbappe edges him. Yeah, finishing wise, Haaland is nearly Haaland's unmatched in football. Yeah, I think I think the best finishers are probably Ronaldo, Lewandowski, Haaland. Oh no, no, Kane. I'll put yeah. above Haaland. Kane is definitely up there. Yeah. Kane, you put the ball in front of Kane and have him anywhere within thirty yards of goal, you know that ball's going on. Yeah, I right think up. so. I think top five strikers for me. So Ronaldo, Lewandowski, Kane, Haaland, and then I'll, I'm going to say Vardy because. I just think he's got that edge. That, that... I think if Haaland's in there, Mbappe has to be in there. Oh, yeah. No, yeah Mbappe's yeah, yeah. had more of an impact on football than Haaland has so far. So I was, yeah, I was talking about, like, finishing, finishing. Because Vardy scored some... I'm talking about his season at Leicester when they won. Some the goals he scored in their league-winning campaign. Like, the volley. Yeah, against oh, Liverpool. Often, like, a 28-yard volley. Yeah. So, I'm just, I was just basing it off that one season about actual finishing. Striker-wise, Mbappe will be over Vardy, obviously. Um, yeah, Ron, who would you take for Tottenham? Mbappe or Haaland? Yeah. Uh, probably Erling Haaland, yeah. Fair enough. I would yeah. take the United. For United? Yeah. I think... I want to... I, I just think movement off the ball, Mbappe edges it. So I think, for example, with someone like Bruno behind him, I think Mbappe yeah. would do better for yeah. United. Bruno and Mbappe would be a yeah. disgusting pair. I think Haaland, like you said, would be better in the league, but I feel like the players around him, Mbappe would suit United more. Now, now we've sort of segued into Premier League clubs. Did anybody see Wolves lose? I did. No, I didn't actually see it. I was. Ilan Melia is the youngest keeper to ever score an own goal in the Premier League. How old is he? I feel so bad for that kid because he's such a good keeper, but he has such a like an incompetent defense ahead of him. The worst, the worst thing is because of his defense, no one actually recognizes how like decent he could be. It's like the whole England keeper situation. Because Everton finished higher than other England keepers, they're like, right, cool. Pickford needs to be now picked. No, Nick Pope is literally yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. But because of the, the goals that they concede, Pickford's then seen as better. I think Pickford's the worst out of the three. I think it goes Pope, Henderson. Yeah, Pick, uh, I agree. Pope. I mean, Burnley have conceded less goals this season than Everton have. Yeah. Oh, Matt. But Burnley, Burnley in general have just Everton been or they don't score. Yeah, that's their biggest problem. Oh, okay, yeah, because I. <clears throat> I know they've lost a few. They've drawn a few, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, they've drawn two of their last five. I'm looking at the table now. It's mad. But, um, yeah, no, I'd, Wolves Wolves are... I don't know how to really describe Wolves. They're like the whole Robin Hood thing. Like, you get big clubs, you beat them, and then you lose against teams you shouldn't lose. Like, last year, they beat... Was it No, was it the year before? They beat City twice. Hmm. Interesting statistic, yeah? Yeah. You'd say... United and Liverpool are historically two of the best clubs in the Premier League. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to enjoy this, but yeah. West Ham United have conceded less goals than them this season. Yeah, this season. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. This season. That's fine, mate. 
this season. <laughs> hey, look. What has happened to your guys' defences in the last few years? Uh, Liverpool still got Woodward's injured. Don't even get me also, started. Don't even get me started. He's, he's, City have finally caught up on goals. Or on games, sorry. Yeah, this is what I was going to say to you. So, if for for the remainder of the game, statistically, we would need so ourselves, Leicester. I'm I'm just going to leave it as ourselves and Leicester at the moment. We'd need City to draw three out of their five games, like consistently, um, and we would need to win three and then draw one to overtake points and then win. Which I can't see. no, it's I mean, City have won the league. Yeah, and yeah. and if they don't, with then I with left. fourteen games left, they haven't lost in their last five. I think they're solid. For my the rest my of question season. is: Do you think with COVID, if COVID wasn't a thing, do you think they'd still be in the same space? Oh no, 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 hundred no, no, no. percent. I don't. Because... COVID has gotten rid of the home advantage. Yeah, there is no such thing as a home advantage now. I mean, you know, I haven't had a home advantage since Ferguson left, but well, you still had Fergie time, so you don't get. To <laughs> but um, no, what I was going to say, like. I, City went through, they started the season of poorly. Um, and I think if they didn't have their games in hand and they continued with that poor. I'm, City were, was I've, I've, I've got it here. I've got that there. Um, Man City were bottom half on the 21st of November. Late November, they were bottom half. Yeah, this is what I mean. If, if COVID wasn't a thing, I think it personally will be a race between ourselves, Leicester. I don't. I. I I didn't think Liverpool were going to win the moment they started having injuries because, let's be realistic, the, the feet, Liverpool are basically like an ultimate team. You have your two defenders and then you put all your like, money on forwards and midfielders. They... What um, an interesting stat is, out of all of the top six teams, City have had the least saves forced from their keepers. Yeah, it's yeah like John Stones and Diaz. It's because of how much of the ball they have. The team, the teams yeah. they play, don't get the ball enough to force saves out of a keeper. Yeah. It's it's one of the things. You've also, Stones and Diaz have just been. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely yeah. insane. They, they they look like the Vidits from Ferdinand when they were there. Like they conceded, what was it? I think two out of like eleven games at one point. Um, it was just. Mental. Do you know what I found quite funny? Is the what? City versus Everton game, and you're three 0 up, and then you substitute De Bruyne on, as if like you need the help. Yeah. They, it, you bring on one of the best midfielders in the world just to basically shut down any chance of you scoring. What are we saying? What are we saying with that the Bruno, De Bruyne debate? Because a lot of people are saying Bruno Fernandez is better than I, De Bruyne, and I'm not too sure on that. I think. As an attacking midfielder, he is. I think as a general midfielder, he isn't. I think impact on a team... I think I think the United have literally put everything into Bruno's hands. Yeah. They've given him the, the, the spotlight and it's been like, right, cool, you show us what you can do, we'll work around you. Yeah, and this, this isn't a Chris... capable of creating, whereas United have a player capable of creating consistently. Yeah, do you know, I, I don't see... And I and I hate to say this, I don't see if we do not win a trophy in the next three years, maybe mm. two years. I see Bruno leaving. Um, yeah, he's he's the only reason he openly said this as well. The only reason he joined United instead of another another team in, for example, the Premier League or going off somewhere else was because 
on an international game, he spoke to Ronaldo and Ronaldo said the reason he's been as good as it is because United do make or break players. Um, obviously, it's made Bruno stand out in the headlock spotlight for, right. I think, every team I've got career. something to say about Bruno Fernandes, right? Yeah. And this isn't a criticism. Oh dear. Yeah. Completely. But I feel like because he is the only consistent attacking outlet in that team, he looks a lot better than he is. Yeah. I think he's amazing. He's really good. He's an amazing penalty taker, let's be real. But I think De Bruyne is still quite a bit ahead of him. He's just so much better to me. Right. Right. I've got a question so, to raise. Wait a minute. Can I just say one last thing? Bruno statistically has had more assists, more goals in the last two years than De Bruyne has. Yeah, but that's because he's the only attacking outlet in that side. Everything goes through him. Whereas De Bruyne, there are other players that but can substitute even, that. Even when City went on their 100-point <clears throat> win, De Bruyne was there, like Bruno, for example. Like, they, they relied on him a lot. <clears throat> and when, for example, he was injured, that's when they their form dropped. Yeah, they relied on him, but they were still. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't everything. Like it, they heavily I, lent on him, but I feel like it's such more of a reliance with like United. I, yeah, like for example, I think for City, and I know this sounds great. I think the best three players for City are Mares, De Bruyne, and Bernardo Silva. I think those three in the midfield. It's just, uh, they just connect and gel. And, and like when they're on an attack, you've got so much reliability on those three being able to sort something out. Yeah. Imagine this City team with David Silva still there. Oh my God. But yeah, I... back, 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 to, back moving down the top six, back into Manchester United. Is Bruno Fernandes a penalty merchant? Yes or no? No. 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 Okay, good, good. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Hey, I'm, I, it does. I think. He's he's just, so obviously he's assisted more goals than he's scored, hmm. meaning he's been there to provide more than just the penalty. Yeah, which at the end of, obviously if he scored more penalties, but then okay, but at, at that argument, um, going back to I think it was Van Persie in two thousand ten, he scored twenty four goals. Oh, did you eight eighteen of them were penalties? And then they were like, oh, he's one of the best strikers going. Do you hear the commentary in the Spurs-Wolfsburger match? The guy who scored the penalty, nine of his last 13 goals have been penalties. Yeah. So this is what I mean. Like, just because, I think, because United have had that whole view of, right, they're shit now. Like, they've dropped since, obviously, Ferguson. And then someone's been there to pick them up. They need something to, like, pinpoint and be like, right, cool. He's only there for penalties. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I was so worried about Pogba and Bruno. I don't think, I don't, I don't particularly need Pogba to stay. I, I'd rather have. I don't think Pogba's much suited for United. No. Much longer. But he, this season, I think he's got part. Last season, he was more of a um, in competition with you, but then couldn't, he was giving it all the talk, couldn't back it. And then this season, he's kind of got acceptance that. Bruno will start more than he, and Bruno is probably 
I'm not going to be a better player because Pogba has the potential to be such a good player. I, I think the but... biggest issue is he doesn't want to do what he's best at. He's a good deep lying playmaker. He picks the ball up deep yeah. in the field and he moves it up. He, he, his passing, his long range passing is unreal. I remember yeah. seeing a video of Mourinho going, Pogba's going to pick the ball up. gets switched on 60 minutes and then ping it over to Rashford. He does exactly that and then we score. Do you know the one thing, other than the United's defence, the one thing I cannot stand about United mm-hmm. is Martial. Oh yeah, he is oh, and such a lazy forward. He's like me- he literally reminds me of Messi at the moment. He literally walks around the moment he don't get the ball. And then, for example, I was looking back to highlights and stuff like that. And Matt, I think seven of the last nine opportunities that Martial could have passed it and decided to shoot and miss. Okay, they're easy points that we could have had. The- you, you, we spoke about like quite a lazy striker though. What he's still early twenties, isn't he? Yeah, Jamie Vardy's what approaching mid thirties. And yeah. he has seventeen goal contributions so far this season in the Premier League. Twelve goals and five assists. It's crazy, but um, he's scored I just, I, I, twelve of their forty-two goals. I personally, I would say, we we'll put Rashford on the left, Cavani on the striker, and then Greenwood or James on the right. I don't want. Marshall starting. Yeah. I don't need to hear what Marshall coming on. If he had the the work ethic like someone like James, no, but like James doesn't get James doesn't get the time. But he did you hear his quote? He said, "You know, playing for United is like a dream. It feels just as important to me to play for United as it does for me to play for Wales." Hmm. The fact that someone has put a club as important as their country, yeah, doesn't I, get the time. I think, just because... I think that's the case for a lot of players who end up playing for the club they support they care more for their club career than they do their, their international yeah but Martial I would rather I don't I would rather have I'd rather keep Pogba than Martial yeah. I'd sell both of them if possible well the problem is Pogba demands such a massive wage doesn't it yeah it does it, it, it drops a little bit um, which I don't think he was very happy about but yeah in in sort of pattern we're going to keep moving down the table we're going to go into third Leicester I think they're just done because they're, they're, the way they're able to get along as Madison, for example, is different. He's hitting that league differently. You know if I think of he, a, like, a, like a dark horse in this when someone doesn't get the praise he deserves? Johnny Evans. Yeah. He's a yeah, do you know what, I'm not going to lie. Johnny Evans, well, for example, I'm only going off when I used to go and watch him at United. He was, because he was always shadowed he, he wasn't able to come out of his shell a bit. Like, for example, he got used to playing games and then, for example, Vidic or Ferdinand came back out of injury and then he's like, oh, right, cool, back at the bench. Now he's become a cos- like consistent defender. He's actually been able to show that, like, he's actually worth being a constant week-in, week-out defender. Like, he, his work effort is unreal. And one thing about Johnny Evans I want to mention is, <laughs> so his most consistent centre-back partner for the past three years has been a different player every season. Yeah. So two years ago, it was Maguire. Two years ago, it was Maguire. Last season, it was Sian Chu. And this season, it's Safana. Do you know what uh, annoys me is the fact that he hasn't scored as many own goals yet. (laughs) He scored like six own goals for United. It was crazy. But um, I, 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 I do feel the moment Vardy retires, they're going to struggle. I don't feel like they have someone as impactful as 
Who are their other striking options? Well, they they put Barnes up there quite a lot. Kalechi Acho comes on a lot. So Barnes has eight goals this season. Yeah, no, he's he's good. It's just I for example, you come at Vardy and you know he's gonna be like he is aggressive, that guy. Hmm. Like you look at him and you're like, right, am I am I gonna get stabbed or am I gonna get like or are we gonna pass embarrassed? Like the guy how how was he? What, thirty three? Thirty four. Thirty four. So he's thirty four. Yeah, I guarantee he can still run rings around any defender if you give him the ball. If you give especially in a straight line, you give him the ball in a straight line, one on one. I mean, yeah, the fact that he's not started as many games and Harvey Barnes has been starting up top begs the question is that for Harvey Barnes's sake or is it because Jamie Vardy's fitness is starting to work I think it's for both I think they they need Vardy for example like the bigger games mm. and I think Barnes needs to get used to for example being that target man of right here's the ball provide for us yes. like when you get an opportunity Madison behind him is going to be massive for him because I think I personally think Madison's the best English cam, um, especially this season. Going, um, I I just worry about if teams are going to try and pick up Madison though for Leicester. I think the English cam debate is a debate for another time, but for yeah. for for Leicester, he is their most influential player in midfield. Him and Yuri Tiedemann. Not gonna lie, Schmeichel is the most under. He's not the most underrated. I think he's one of the most underrated keepers, though. He's he's actually unbelievable. He just because of, for example, it's not necessarily their defense's fault. It's I don't feel like Leicester can deal with constant pressure. Like they you don't, build up, they don't build hold up. their shape as well. As yeah, other teams in the top six do. Yeah, yeah, and I think because they've oh, effectively. What they have, and and it works for them because of how good Wilfred and Didi is. But Madison and yeah. Tielemans, they they completely just roam. Like they're often like at the edge of the box. They play yeah. almost as attackers, more so Madison. But because of that, and he does a good job of it. But it is solely Wilfred and Didi when they get counterattacked. I think a big problem in their defence as well is Ricardo Pereira likes to venture forward a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Indeed, he is literally like the Kante for Chelsea's first season. That's what they want him to be. Yeah, and like the Kante for example, when up. they won the he league. He just mops up. Like, I don't think it's as good as Kante when Kante was there. No. But He's still I very think... good. I actually could see Ndidi as a defender. I think Ndidi would be a mad Can he do a job as a standing centre-back? But I don't yeah. want to see him play there full-time. No, no. But for example, if 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 Leicester were in the situation that Liverpool are, then it'd be, yeah, it'd be a fine replacement. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh no, we've got Ndidi. That's a bit ropey. I'll be like, oh, here's cool. here's something by the way. You're talking about if Leicester were in the same situation as Liverpool, they've had a lot of injuries this season. Yeah, and yet but, they're I mean, still where they are. Well, that, that's all down to the like the ma- the manner of their injuries. Leicester um, haven't had as many defensive injuries as Liverpool have. No, no, but I mean, Brendan Rodgers is just he's done so well. Yeah, no, he's done yeah. a great job at Leicester. He's done fucking wonders at Leicester. It's it's one of these. Uh, Madison has a um, what's called an interview, and he he was like, he's the first time he's felt a little bit unsure and had to read him because he's like that. Person that you need to impress, you don't want to impress. You need to impress. Yeah. Like he has no problem sitting someone out because they haven't pulled their weight around. And I think in a way that's what Madison needed to be as impactful. Because yeah, last doesn't... season he wasn't anywhere near as good as the season before. 
but now no. this season he's been really great. I think, yeah, I think bringing up the the strictness of Brendan Rodgers is a good segue into Chelsea because Tuchel changed that lineup when he came back. Do you know what annoys me? Back into that lineup. I I know, I know this is probably not. I think there was something dodgy behind this whole thing. You've got Lampard, who is the Ch- Chelsea's main man. He's literally I think... the best player for Ch- like statistically played for Chelsea, hmm. and. You literally sacked him, and then within an hour had someone else on. Well, a lot of sackings are premeditated because they're not happy with the manager. And the yeah, no, but it's, it's like you—you've got a legend. It, it was as if, like, I have the respect for you. You might as well have played for United, but you've just managed. Us. I mean, apparently, a big part of why he was sacked was he wanted to spend so much money on a youth academy reject in Declan Rice, which would yeah, have been a good thing. thing. It would have been a good thing, but I think for pride's sake, the club didn't want to spend that much money on someone they rejected. So how, how long was Lampard? How long was Lampard manager for? Uh, season half. Yeah. Okay, so you. Okay, I'm only. I'm not saying this is obviously the same, but how many managers have needed a season or two to get anything? Lampard I has that... played under nine managers at Chelsea. Yeah, but this one I mean like Lampard did something that no other manager. He's he went out there. He bombed what he thought was going to be best for the t- season, like the team, the whatever, the next coming up. Yeah. yeah. Pep didn't win a league until the second, was it second season or third? Second season, no, for example. The best, the best example like is Jurgen Klopp. It took him three, well, no, Matt, it took him Ferguson. multiple seasons to even get in the top four with Liverpool. Yeah, but Ferguson, he went three, his first three seasons without doing anything. He then had an FA Cup final, which he absolutely bullshitted his way to. And then they said, if you do not win this, you are fired. Obviously, we won it, thank God. But he had the same idea as Lampard did. He just was given the time. Yeah. And maybe that's because he put his foot down more. But I don't think Lampard deserved the... I think he deserved more time. He deserved the benefit when, of that, I think. When, when Sir Alex Ferguson came in, though, Man United didn't have much of a reputation as a big club. No, they didn't know, but uh, nice way for and there's, there's a standard set for managers there. I'll be honest with you, though, Chelsea aren't as big as people make them out to be. Like, don't get me wrong, they've done a lot in their time. But, for example, on that case, it's like the whole Liverpool thing of not winning a league and then sacking a manager because they didn't make top four. Yeah, and it's, it's, it just they've got the you need to break that cycle. I mean, yeah. I think, I think if. Liverpool don't get top four this season and next, Klopp will be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, no. But I, I, I agree, there is a healthy balance between giving players more managers time and keeping a standard. I think yeah, Chelsea I thought... are too quick to try and keep that standard. Nine managers recently in the last yeah. years, the last few years. Like, well, not few Solskjaer, but... he, he was given time and with, to be fair, like, <clears throat> yes, we're second, but there are times where you, you seriously doubt him and I'd, I, 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 to be fair, I, I think he's the best we've got until the likes of someone else like Ferguson comes along. I think but, I would have been your best choice, but you've you've lost that chance now. Yeah, I, I think... think I just I wanted to see Lampard get more time, and I know that's coming from a United fan. I would have, but I actually would have seen Lampard get more time, but I still think Chelsea was the wrong decision. I know this is completely not off target, but Gerrard and Rangers, yeah, like immense in hell. Their top scorer, Tavernier, is a right back. Yeah. He's, he's really good. I like Tavernier. Yeah, he's insane. But it's the fact, how many games have they unbeaten now? 
And by the way, like you can't even make the argument that it's a, like just the Scottish League. Like they top their the Europa League team. There. Yeah, they won four yeah. three. Um, was it a few days ago? I don't know. But um, so yeah, who's after Chelsea? I'm gonna leave. Uh, West Ham. <laughs> West Ham. Mighty Irons. Imagine, um... imagine, imagine <laughs> telling you that you that would be the case at the start of this season. By the way. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean. Fifth is our Phil, highest. Phil would have hoped for COVID to last longer. Yeah. If it was that case. <laughs> Fifth is our highest Premier League finish ever. We got that with Redknapp in 98 So. So we've been here before, not for a long time. The, the only issue is, I think, so going back to, for example, the FA Cup game between us and you, mm. that was such a boring game. Like, no team right, played. Yeah. No, and who, who's the one that you brought on that I said should have started? Well, the we were on, yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. I can't remember the, the new the new guy, new guy Ben Rama. Yeah, ben Rama. He he's, got like, he's got he, he's insanely consistent with his passing. Yeah, no, but he like the moment, for example, I think Maguire and Wamsaka like they were just like cool. They've got the ball, push them out. That's yeah. fine. The moment he picked up the ball, United's shape changed. Yeah, you can't. Like, you can't push out confident runners you have to learn to let them run at you and take the ball from them you don't yeah. don't push them out you don't push them you let them push you and I just think who's your CDM again? I can't Bryson Suchek Suchek that's it he is on fire this year oh, yeah. God, yeah he's insane just just imagine yeah like imagine if because I could see someone trying to buy him oh yeah like I think this summer I think that's something that put... terrifies me as a West Ham fan to be Our fair, United, so United have already said that they'd, they'd be interested, but then again, United have also said that they're going to buy Ramos and Varane, so you know how that's going to go. Uh, by um, the way, apparently that Ramos stuff is a load of rubbish. Apparently United have not contacted Ramos's agent at all. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. I, I got told Ramos was coming over to Manchester to see talk about a deal, and I was like, oh yeah, gas. And then it hasn't happened. Yeah, it turned, out, it turned out to be nothing, so... Yeah, well, I don't. West Ham, Fabianski is. He's a good teacher, but he's on his way out. Yeah. I think. He, yeah, but he's, he's 33. Been he's 33. He's not got the longevity to play as long as Buffon has. No. So he's going to retire in the next few years. We need someone to come in. And Nathan Trot, this youth guy, is sticks in. Like, you could you kick a ball at him and it goes through him, I reckon. I don't think he's, like, fit for Premier League football and he won't be for a few years. Shall I? Shall I see if we can do a power challenge against him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd like to see us bring in someone young. Part of me wishes Leeds were going down this year if they were in a position to go down. I'd like well, to see us bring in Amelia. But speaking of going down, like Fulham's keeper, you know the nipple. Yeah, yeah he's, he's online. Yeah. Yes, but if you, if yeah, but you make you could... Europa League football or maybe even Champions League football, that's not that but, bad of a shout. Yeah, that, and also Real Madrid need the money anyway. Yeah. So. Ariola kicks the crossbar. I know. That <laughs> amazes me. That's the, that's the thing that I tell every time he comes up in conversation. He can kick the crossbar. Yeah. Without is... putting himself up, he jumps and kicks it. I mean, if I, I mean, I tried and I... I mean, you yeah. put your head on the crossbar walking, Ryan. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> sort of point, isn't it? Ryan, yeah. how many Premier League keepers do you think you're taller than? Uh... Like... Well, six foot three, so we like we can look that up after this, don't worry. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the tallest keeper in the Premier League is Nick Pope at like 6'5". Yeah. yeah. I think he's the only one that's that tall. I think Schmeichel's at 6'2". De Gea is like 6'1". Yeah. Oh, can I... I know this is a little off tangent with the whole West Ham thing, but <laughs> speaking of keepers, Alisson... Oh, oh, my God. Uh, is going on with him. <laughs> I've never seen... Honestly... I've ne- he makes Carriers look like Buffon in his prime. You know, I I hate that. Carriers is not a bad keeper. He's not. No. He's not a bad <laughs> keeper. I'm talking like meme wise. I think I'll be honest with you. Carriers could. Look, he's you not going to be. A- you know, I wouldn't mean. I wouldn't mean Allison. He's a scary bloke. <laughs> I no. I, I, no. I just, trust me. I've got Edison's number. Edison will back me. Um, you know, from Man City Links, like he didn't know I was oh, there. Oh, you got but... scoured when you were like nine. <laughs> oh, and decided to move <laughs> even further away from Manchester. Yeah, but do you know what it is? I'm probably I'm probably on the Hall of Fame. Like, Hall of Fame. Like, but no, stop. He probably looks at me and like that is my hero. So therefore, I've Edison got his number. looks at you as a midnight snack. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think? No, but in all honesty, who do you think will take? Who do you think will win in a fight, Edison or Allison? Edison. I think Edison's. Edison. That, think Edison Edison's. will go to prison just to drop the soap and challenge anyone. <laughs> You know, I think Edison would take a takedown match too far, let alone an actual fight. Can we get back on topic? <laughs> we, we, we're yeah. speaking about keepers, yeah? Burnley are in a bad spot. If they go down, I imagine imagine if we were able to nab Nick Pope when we, we qualify for the Europa. Right. Nick, I, this is what I mean. Nick Pope needs to put his career in front of him. He needs, I don't, he's, he's a loyal player understands. and I commend it, but he's never going to get anywhere staying at Burnley. I don't no, necessarily right. think West Ham is the right move for him. I think with Chelsea's keepers, he could walk into that starting lineup easily. I don't but rate Mendy nor Asbury or um, Kepa. Oh, Kepa's honestly, don't get me started. Like, like, but um, I, I still think United have the best lineups for keepers. Yeah, no. As a, yeah, as a one, as a, like number one and number two for you. I think you do, yeah. yeah. But I think you know, what worries me. What? Back on topic. Angelo Bono is out for four weeks. Is he? Yeah. Oh, Issa Diop came in. He scored. Frederick scored as well. We've gone back to a five system with Creswell in the centre-back role, which I'm not too upset about. Do you, like, do you see yourself keeping Moyes? Yeah. I think Moyes is the only manager we've had in recent years. That does I think he's got the right yeah. idea. Um, he came in and saved us when Billich failed. Yeah. Uh, and we sacked him off. He came back in and saved us when Pellegrini failed. And earned a contract. Now, he's made us a solid defensive team. We keep our shape better than most of the other teams in the top six. Yeah, I think it's just... I think it's the continuity up front. Yeah, we don't have enough strikers. But what I like about Moyes is he's not taking the crap that every other manager has taken off the board. He's saying he wants a clear and transparent transfer policy. And he's not going to let them waste money on a striker they want as opposed to buying someone he wants. Because he actually knows what's best for the team. Okay, quick question. Okay, if you could have a realistic striker, who realistic striker signing? Oh, that's uh, that's tickling my fancy. That that's a good question. Um, it sounds it like a pretty test. good question. I I'm not too sure to be honest. I if I, would, I, if I I'd like to take a proven Premier League striker. I wouldn't want to sign someone from abroad. Really? I think that's a good I, problem. I think you should go for like Danny Ings. With, if you get yeah, if you get your like, rover, then Danny Ings is realistic. Yeah, I don't. I don't, even, I don't even think if we get the Europa, like I mean, realistically, in the two positions we're fighting for, six and fifth, they are Europa spots. Yeah, 
So I think if we manage to hold one of them, we can bring in a good striker. Danny I think Ings, Danny Ings cannot is... stay at Southampton. Again, I don't necessarily know if West Ham's the right move. I don't, I, prefer, think... I don't like. I think West Ham. Like I think he needs a bit of. You know, obviously, like he's the main fish in like a tiny pond or whatever. But I think he needs that standout, but then also fall back on support and not have to everything rely on him. Hmm. Like he he's a clinical finisher, which is proven. It's season after season after season. Have, like, have you seen how we've been, we've been playing recently? Because we don't have a striker that's fully fit. Yeah. So I think the players that have been rotating the odd, like the up top duties are Bowen and Lingard on pitch, and they rotate throughout the game. Lingard is actually like I, mean, I think me and you spoke about this. Like we, I think we spoke about this years ago. I think you made a joke going, "Oh, we take someone like Lingard when Lingard was good for us." And we've always said like Lingard with a team like West Ham would actually do He's really done. well. I think. I think United's a bit too of a. I think he's out of his depth at United now. I think. I think the pressure. He's just is... happy to be playing football. Which yeah. is something I love about him. He just enjoys football. Yeah, I think there's not enough footballers like that. He's a bit of an arrogant player at times. But he yeah, wants everything. But... He's at every corner trying to take it. He's at every free kick trying to take it. Every. Well, the one penalty we've had this season, yeah. he wanted to take it. Yeah, he's a, club, a club like West Ham. I think his mentality aren't, the, is... aren't used to the position they're in right now. You need just like huge motivation. Yeah. And Jesse Lingard brought that. Yeah. And having players that passionate, you know, Rice is so passionate about leading the club. Suchek oh, God. is everywhere. Yeah. I've, I've got something about Suchek has completed nearly three times the passes of last season in less than double the games. Yeah. Just just before we move on to next team, um, uh, Diego Co- uh, Costa is running out of a contract, isn't he? He's out of contract. He's not got a contract. So he's out of contract. So I'm just saying, like, we, we got Cavani, and when I thought Cavani wasn't going to be up for it, and he's turned around and well, he's done amazing. We were offered Diego Costa by his agent, and Moyes said no. Oh, really? Moyes didn't want him. Moyes wants to bring back um, Marco Arnautovic, which I wouldn't complain with. Yeah, he I don't... left the club on a bad note, but he's a proven striker under Moyes. Moyes turned him into a striker. Yeah, but the only issue is, for example, he's the opposite to Lingard. He wants the money. He wants <clears throat> the yeah, striker being rich. I, I'd like to bring him in and someone else and have three striking options. I think yeah, no, in no. an ideal world, we'd keep Mikhail because we're obviously going to. He wants to stay with <clears> us. Yeah, And I'd like to bring in someone oh. like Ings and Arnautovic. Players oh. that... But we've got three proven goal scorers then that can all play multiple positions, all bar Ings, who can only really play as a forward. What team's next? Uh, the only team left to discuss is Liverpool in the top six, and then we'll have a little chat about some outliers that could break in. One of the like, yeah, yeah. and then I want to do. I've got a lot to say about Liverpool, to be honest. <clears throat> but uh, I got. A Liv- <laughs> I I don't know. To be fair, I'm okay. gonna let you start, Ryan, because right, I, I think Liverpool will fast. find form. I think that like the players yeah. they've got and Jurgen Klopp being such a motivating manager will just it will drag them through and they will definitely get top four. They're not in the title race anymore, realistically. No. Yeah, no. C- I, don't think, I don't think any team. Really, I think unless it's in the title well, race of Manchester yeah. City and Manchester City B. <laughs> no, if if, <laughs> if City have a drop like Liverpool, for example, drops. Like over the last eight games, they're yeah, brilliant. 
that's like every United's wet dream. But I don't see that happening, especially with someone. I think I think Klopp is motivational. I think Pep is straight to the point. And if you piss him off, you know you won't even be on reserves. Yeah, the something I like about Klopp is he's very strict. Yeah, he, he's, no, yeah, he's quite a strict Did manager. You... If you if you are playing badly, consistently badly, he won't hesitate to drop you. He doesn't care how valuable you are to the team. I think the only time he's really let anyone down with that is Firmino. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to say I was about to bring him up. Do you think Firmino is needed at Liverpool? I think the biggest thing to consider with Firmino is he's not meant to score goals. No, but when he gets the chance he, to, he's he a. Does. Honest... That's the thing. It is in his job. It is in his yeah. job. Well, he's when he gets the chance up to, he does. I think that's the problem. You say that. Do you know he's he's picked up some goal scoring form recently, but is it too little, too late? I do you know what the worst thing is? Is when he's on form, and I think it's like the whole Henderson situation. Obviously, Henderson when Henderson's in the team, they play so much better. When Firmino is on form, their yeah. front three are dangerous. Yeah, their front three are lethal. I hate Salah, and I don't care where people are like. Oh, it's Kenya United. Fact. No, I generally think Salah I mean, would yeah, get knocked up by you're right, but also he's I think probably the best player in the Premier League. I, I, he's he's clinical. No, like yeah, no, no. as yeah, as a, as a so. player and ability, he's brilliant. As mentality, as a sportsman. and work effort, he's not. He's yeah. just he's a good footballer. Well he's a bad sportsman. He is so quick to throw himself yeah. to ground in and outside the box. He doesn't he's, fight he's, he... for possession. He basically buys it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think... That's something mostly... that I'll never respect. And that's why I have right, always but... favoured Sadio Mane. I don't Come on. Yeah. I think, I think also... Like... Prove there is no way that Mane is better than Salah. Okay, good. I'm okay, not saying he's right. a better footballer. I just favour him for his attitude. I... The thing is, yeah, I prefer... The way Sane, not Saudi Mane plays. Sorry, I'm about to say Sane then. Um, I prefer the way Mane plays because I just think yeah, as I a agree. T- he he's more for a team. He does a lot more for the team, but then when Sa- Salah, but Salah rarely gets more, the ball when he's not like in a position to score. So his so his mindset is right. I've got the ball. Got yeah. Whereas Mane, it's a lot more an in builder. Whereas yeah. Salah is the last ball. Yeah, Mane, Mane's, Mane's a, yes. he's a build-up player. He picks the ball up and he runs it. Whereas Salah gets yeah. the ball in which a is, dangerous area. Which is why, like, like, I think Sadio Mane yeah. is absolutely incredible. But Salah is so clear of him to me. I think Salah has the harder role. And I think that's probably why he Yeah, because he'll take any opportunity he can get. Anymore. and which, which is good for the team, but also in a way I don't like it, obviously. But... It's a disingenuous way to play football, right. but it works. I've got something to say about oh, Liverpool's yeah, midfield. Like right. The main reason yeah. I think they'll yeah. find form is because I don't know when Joe Gomez is back, but with their new signings and Joel Maib maybe coming back, I think that they might get their true midfield back. Henderson, Henderson Fabinho, Tiago. Yeah, Henderson and Fabinho moving back into it. Huh? Do you know I think he's a very average midfielder, Premier League standard wise. He just me, me and Phil have had arguments over this. I don't think I think he's I think the he's same story as Wijnaldum. He's a 
good footballer, oh, but he's wow. not as good as oh, everyone wow. makes him out to be. He just I disagree. Well, I I I think I disagree. Yeah, I so do I, Jacob. I like, right? I want to. This is a general thing about football. I but, think, um, like, well, football fans, football Twitter mainly, but um, people people see correlations and oh, blame God. one thing. So they say, just like, oh, Thiago's come to the club. And Liverpool perform badly. Shall I, that doesn't mean it's Thiago's fault. Imagine, imagine if they played the true midfield. Like he was you know, signed with the you know, idea that it would be Henderson, Fabinho, and Thiago. They haven't done that, so you can't blame the way Thiago should play and his form on him. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not blaming Thiago. I think he suits their team very well. He plays for them, but I just think. Outside of you put him into some different teams, he wouldn't play as well at City. He wouldn't play as well at United. He wouldn't play as well at Madrid. I think, no, I think, United, I think United he could. I think United he could. I just think he suits their system. He's good at just, he's very good at picking the ball up and putting it into the box and keeping it low and yeah. doing it. I think that's you his know, biggest asset. But without well, well, the attackers well, well, and the quality near him, he's not going to look near as good. I don't know. I, I, I personally think he's brilliant. I, I think him, Muller, and Kimmich for the reason yeah. Bayern was so dominant over the last few years. Oh, they um, no, no, but I'm talking midfield wise. Um, I I think well he has been he's been playing Cam recently, like the last two and a half seasons. Well, yeah, Creswell plays centre back. He starts centre back, he doesn't really play there, does he? I mean, I think because with the whole Bayern thing, he'd literally been him Cam. And then you've got the two midfielders and Lewandowski. And that's the way they've been building it. But going back to the whole Liverpool midfield, the most underrated... And I've said this for a few years now. And I think Chamberlain is yeah, so underrated. A good midfielder. Maybe that's because <laughs> I'm completely in love with Perry. But I think... I think Chamberlain... You've still got the cardboard cut out. So... Still got huh? the cardboard cut out of Perry Edwards in your room. By the yeah, way, if anyone actually if anyone actually listens to this, that's we spent we hundred pounds on that canvas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mate, I'm no shame. Perry Edwards is myself is and crazy. someone not on the podcast spent a hundred pounds on a canvas art of Little Mix for for him for for Christmas. <laughs> but um, I think Chamberlain is so yeah. He should so play more good. often, but he, he should, should not. He be doesn't like, get die. the time. Imagine think, Chamberlain in like as... like an Everton. Side. That's a good idea. I was about to say, I think like he's the same as the Lingard situation. He he wants to play and he just like, doesn't. If get you the substitute time. Alex Iwobi out for a uh, Oxley Chamberlain in that Everton side, what Decore Rodriguez take um, Alan out for Chamberlain? Yeah, Chamberlain. imagine that. Oh my god! Yeah, take oh, Alan out. Actually. He's not going to start it out. <laughs> but like. I, I think he needs to move. I don't no. think he will. No, I don't um, think he will. But, you know, come over to United oh, and then yeah. if Perry goes to home games, or will You'll move house. <laughs> Do you know where your yeah, um... house will be? Yeah. Rose Edge of Stamford, like, not Stamford Bridge, Old Trafford. <laughs> yes. No, his house will be the there. The kit room. <laughs> um... So where where do you where's well, the predictions for top well, I feel like there, there are more teams we need to mention. Yeah, so I think. Well, yeah, I think if I was any go... top six are going to drop out, it's going to be West Ham. That's what I mean. So that's and what I think your, your, your I think the main contenders about. for that that number six role are West Ham, Everton, and Aston Villa. Yeah, 
I could see Aston Villa sneaking in there. Uh, I think Aston Villa are one of those teams that they, right. they don't care. Look at the table, they're going to come at you with everything. I mean, let's say... Let's I believe say, they're eighth. Let's say, yeah, go on. Yeah. Right. And they are how they're many are points eight, behind yes. Liverpool in sixth? Liverpool, They've got two they games in hand. Four points. Imagine, imagine yeah. if they win them and suddenly they're so, yeah. competing for top four again. And it's not like they've got a bad team. They've been very good, very consistent. Just, just yeah. Just imagine, oh, wow. just imagine if Liverpool don't I mean, get top four. If, if, if we're going to go off of that, sort of who's off of six points wise, right down to, yeah, like down to 11, like it's seven points difference. That's two games, that's two wins and a draw. Leeds are 32, so they're eight points off. So that number six box is in contention, yeah. realistically, right down to 12. So to where, where, where are you going to see everybody? Let's do top idea. five and then we'll discuss six. The City first, I think United will edge second. I think Leicester will take third. I think mm-hmm. Liverpool will take fourth, Chelsea in fifth. Um, at least that's my rough prediction. And then sixth is up for debate. Or heavier debate. What, 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 you uh, what City you first, obviously. What, what are you, Ryan? I think that Leicester might sweep, sneak mm. away into second. If if they don't drop off no, like they do every other season with the last like eight yeah, games yeah. to go. Um, third, I think it'll be mm. United. Then Liverpool. Then probably Chelsea, just because they've got the they've got the players to do it. They've got too much class in that team. Mm. I'd see. I'm gonna like City first. I'm gonna back United because yeah, it's not a bad challenge. I have hope. Whether or not I believe myself realistically is a different. Mm. Uh, so then United, Leicester. Okay. I'm gonna say Chelsea, then Liverpool. Oh. Um, I think, I think Chelsea under now the managerial, like after the managerial crisis that they've had. Yeah, they've got I that think new now man. Now that they've actually starting to pick up form a little bit, and Abraham right. actually I, getting right. time. This is really funny. Sorry, Phil. I've got to Jacob. Go Tammy was taken off at half time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for Hudson Adoy. <laughs> was he actually? <laughs> oh no! Do you know? I don't get it. Yeah, he I, I like this. Wait, we wait, Chelsea just played half time actually. Yeah, it was 1-1 okay, so at half-time when we start recording. Yeah, so what's the score now? I don't know. I can chat. Yeah, can you That's chat? how close this is this season. That is how close it is. We've, <laughs> got, interesting to fact, interesting We've fact, got to know yeah. the result of every game. Yeah. No, oh, you know, boys, I'm, I'm, boys, wow. boys, full-time 1-1. But um, interesting point, up to this point in the season, Chelsea and West Ham have the exact same records except for goal scoring. 12 wins, 6 draws, 6 losses. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back Chelsea because I would prefer Chelsea to be higher up than Liverpool, just because I think they're easier in the Champions League. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, and I'm gonna say sixth. Hello. I want to. The thing is, I think Mourinho could do a Mourinho thing. No, I, I don't think Spurs are gonna gonna take it. I think they're gonna focus. I think they're. No, but I can Europa, see it. But... Yeah. I I could it's just I, I could see it, but I don't. I wouldn't put it. Happens. It's just the Mourinho thing, isn't it? Like right, but do you know what else is the Mourinho? Like, thing? He just does the unexpected. For example, like the no. Porto. <laughs> yes, but losing. Like after after a while at the club, I think we're getting to that point with Tottenham now. 
where it just all goes wrong and he never ma- yeah. he never makes it out of that rut. He always just gets sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say, do you know what? I'm going to, I want to back, I actually want to back West Ham because yeah. I want to see them in Europa League. Okay. All right. Um, so to round this out, yeah. Yeah. I personally think Villa will finish above them, but I want West to Ham round to it out. Sick. What are our solid, like, who we think is taking sixth? So for me, it's Villa or West Ham. No, I want one answer. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just thinking. Because I'm saying it's Villa. I think they have. More class in their team than we so, do. What? What? How many points? Are you we're on forty thirty-six. So, you're on, sorry, what are you technically on? we're so on forty. We're on forty-two points. So forty-two points. Yeah. they're on thirty-six. So only... Two games in hand. So, they, so they, they they need to win those two games. I mean, really this is a topic because we have Spurs next, which is a game I see Spurs winning. I hate to say it, I see him winning. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Uh, at time of recording yeah. tomorrow, anyway. Um, so I see them winning that, so they can close a gap by half the points there. Uh, however, if we mm. win that, that knocks Tottenham nine points off of the top five. Granted, they'll have a game in yeah. hand, but we don't want to talk about the game at hand because we just want to hurt yeah, Ryan, thanks. Spurs fans. But... but yeah, I, I think I think my song. I mean, it's not hard. Strong. It's not. It's not hard to hurt Ryan, is it? Because he's been a Spurs I, I, fan. I think my song is sixth place in Villa. Joe, I'm I'm going to back West Ham. I'm I'm I might regret it, but I'm going to back West Ham just because I do think you guys need. It's not. I, 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 I yeah, think, I do. Think I think our lack of going to hurt us. Yeah, but you like, for example, like I'm not saying that United are like the like the hardest team to come up against, but even without a striker, still. Yeah, I, I, like, I it's only good for so you, long. You've only got so much you could do with that strike. Yeah. Uh, mate, mate, we've got we've had no defence for two years. And yeah, you know, score goals. <laughs> we can only score goals in seven. <laughs> to be fair, just just hey, just to let you know, we've scored. I think we have, more yeah, goals the most goals than any other. Heavily yeah, helped by that nine nil. Uh, one goal behind you. But then um, we, we if we went on goals conceded, it would be twelve. So goals yeah. again, you have yeah. conceded thirty one. Yeah, that is Yeah, six of them being from Tottenham. Fulham, yeah, who are still how many points have only conceded one more. Yeah, right. Like, cool. Like we can um, scrap in a minute. Ryan, if you want. Um, what's your what's your sixth oh, place? God. See. The whole league is so volatile. Like, is he I, back like, his team? It's not a bad shout for anyone that we said at second to end up not even sixth. That's how volatile this is. Yeah. See, I, at watch, the start watch, of the season, I predicted watch Everton come sixth now. And like, but ugh, it's so hard. I think That's I'd probably I go Villa as well. Yeah. So general consensus yeah. here is Villa is going to take sixth. Yeah, to be fair, like, I, I probably deep down think... I'd like, love I to see West Ham in your game. Right. The last time we went there, we got knocked out by Ashton it... Guru in the qualifying round. <laughs> <laughs> we got knocked out by a car, basically. We got knocked out by a Vauxhall Astra. Which you hate, which you hate the... We're not, we're not talking about it, we're not talking about it. Vauxhall Astros are ugly inside. That, that's, that's, that's my thoughts. I think any, but anything can happen. We could all get this so wrong. Yeah. 
Tottenham could make it into fourth, I hope, but no, not really. Well, realistically, that fight for sixth <laughs> is really a fight for fourth. Exactly. Because there's only like, two points like... between sixth and fourth. Yeah. I think, I think the top three are in a way safe you know, because I think they are... It's entirely possible that Chelsea, West Ham and Liverpool could swap yeah. with Everton, Villa in and Tottenham. two game week. Like, it's not, yeah. yeah, that's not out of. God, it's so hard, isn't it? The Premier League is great this season. Can we just acknowledge mm. it? Oh. It is. Yeah. It's the best Premier League season we've had in a few years. I think. Uh, no. Yeah, well, we were seven, so shut up. Not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. 2012. Shut there up. That was a great year. Van Persie, you know. Came from Arsenal and then absolutely terminated. But um, <laughs> yeah, Arsenal, they're playing City next, done. actually. I yeah. I don't see Arsenal pick up anything. Yeah. So the, so the next so Liverpool playing Everton in the. You've also got side, Spurs West Ham, and then you've got City Arsenal, and then you a uh, and then we've got United Newcastle. However, if you want to hear more about those games, you'll have to come back and join us next week on Friday. At midday, we'll talk about everything that's happened within football within the last week. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Please make sure to come back and check in with us next week. And that's all. Goodbye.